0: How is Dwayne, the rock Johnson worth $200 million more than one of the highest paid actors, Tom Cruise. Welcome back to the show super excited to be here today for another very fun conversation about the power of personal brands. We're going to talk about how personal brands can create a massive success inside of business. And if we think back to episode 39, I talked about the nine benefits that we can get from creating a large personal brand. And one of those is increased opportunities and diversification inside of the market. And that's really what we're going to be digging into today and utilizing two very large public figures, Mm -hmm. one of which has really diversified and leveraged his personal brand into increased opportunities. So we're going to kind of dive into this as a little bit of a case study and walk through on a very large scale, how we can start to utilize personal brands, looking at an example. And then we're going to tie that all back into kind of what this means for us as small creators and small businesses who might not need to be worth a billion dollars. So without further ado, let's dive in. So I'm also going to link up some resources to where I found some of the information that uh, I'm going to cite in today's episode. So we're going to start with The Rock. The, the Rock has built a, a massive personal brand. He is a behemoth. But so did Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise is a household name. But The Rock was able to leverage his personal brand into multiple business opportunities that created a substantial impact on his net worth. On many accounts, Tom Cruise could potentially actually be worth more money than The Rock. According to the DashNumbers.com, and I'll link this up in the notes, Tom Cruise has been the lead in, I think, 39 movies, and The Rock has been the lead in 29. They both have averaged, I believe, the, the highest grossing for each of them, where they were a lead role, was $1.5 billion in the box office. But Tom Cruise the, the, has grossed 10 billion dollars in movies that he was a lead in. That's more than two times the rock who has only hit, I believe, around five billion dollars for the gross box office revenue from where he was a lead role. So that begs the question. How does the rock have a net worth that is 200 plus billion or 200 plus million dollars more than Tom Cruise? And it really comes down to what we were talking about, that diversification and increased opportunities from personal branding. The Rock has really been able to leverage and build his personal brand inside of his endeavors over the years and translate that into massive, massive business success. And we're going to kind of dive into you know, some of these numbers. If we look here, and this is pulled from, um, I believe... Uh, I can't remember the exact source, but I'm going to link it up in the show notes. His net worth in 2018 was $320 million. And in 2023, The Rock's estimated net worth is $800 million. His income over the last two years is estimated to be about $480 million. And as many of you know, The Rock got started in wrestling in the WWF before becoming an actor, but he has been able to almost a double, more than double his net worth in like just the last few years. And so much of this comes into this diversification of marketing in business that is built on the back end of building a massively successful brand. So before we start to talk about just the brand side of things, let's kind of dig into just like the Coles notes of, the rock from a business standpoint in 2012 he founded a production company this is called uh seven bucks productions and this has actually been responsible for most of like the biggest television series and movies that the rock has been a part of red notice the young rock jungle cruise jumanji he's got uh, black adam all of these came out of his own production company and like some of these were hit, like massive box office hits. In 2018, he launched Project Rock under Under Armour to release his signature sneaker collection. And now he's got, you know, a myriad of apparel that is out there. In 2018, after the XFL filed for bankruptcy, he actually bought with some, with his team, he bought the league, bought the organization for $15 million. And has been in talks with the NFL, and he's getting that back up and running, I think projected for 2023 to start running training camps again. In 2020, he launched Terramana Tequila. In 2021, he launched Zoa Energy. All of these businesses over the years, and today his tequila company has a valuation of $3.5 billion it was only created in 2020. This is only three years, and it is now worth $3.5 billion. Zoa Energy has reported to have 100, over $100 million in sales in 2022. And he's an investor in in some other businesses as well. Obviously, at his level of success, he's not doing just this. He's going to be fairly diversified. He's an investor in like another businesses like Salt & Straw Small Batch Ice Cream and a few others as well. So what allowed him to propel himself to this level of success in business? Now, I'm not going to discount any of the the business acumen that is required to do this. You need to be savvy. You need to be highly intelligent. However, when you have those things and you have those aspects when you combine that with the personal brand, the, the opportunities are there because the personal brand has presented the opportunities. Yes, he needed to know some of the right people, but he had a personal brand that opened those doors. And if we look at the size of his personal brand, and I just did a search as I, before I started recording, he's got 392 million followers on Instagram. He has 73 million followers on TikTok. He's got 6.35 million subscribers on YouTube. This is massive. So he had a career in the WWF. He's had a flourishing career in film, but he turned that into building his personal brand, building a following on YouTube, building a following on TikTok and Instagram and social media. He leveraged that into business success. So if we contrast that to somebody who had also a very very lucrative and successful career in film but didn't invest that same amount of time and energy into his brand himself and he didn't translate that into business success outside of what he was doing with film we can see where that discrepancy starts to show up with that 200 million dollars in difference in net worth so tom cruise he is one of the highest paid actors in the world But he's out-earned by somebody who has made less films, grossed less at the box office, but leveraged the personal brand into that business and financial success. So doing some research, trying to see, okay, is Tom Cruise a part of any other businesses? Is Tom Cruise doing anything else? And pretty much all that I was able to find is that Tom Cruise has a production company that he formed in 1993. So Tom Cruise has a production company He's a part of producing films, and he is an actor in films. And that's pretty much what I was able to find about Tom Cruise. He's got 11.6 million followers on Instagram, 1.3 on TikTok. And we can see, you know, just in sheer magnitude of just social media following, The Rock is a very active personality on social media. Project Rock, he's got his gym, he's got all his products, he's actively promoting. They're both in film, but... Tom Cruise is much quieter on that side of things. Now, these can be personal choices. I'm not saying that anybody needs to create all of this financial success. I'm just trying to use this as a demonstration to the possibilities that can be created from having a personal brand as a foundation. One of them invested time and energy into growing that and one of them didn't. One of them was able to take that and leverage it into other business opportunities and one of them didn't and we can see what that has transformed into a, a billion dollar tequila company in a tequila which is already a saturated market there is a ton of tequilas out there he entered into a saturated market and he was able to create this massive differentiation and brand based off of it shows the power of that diversification. And that comes at the hand of being able to leverage our personal brands. Just some random person starting a tequila company is going to be at such a disadvantage to be able to create that success in that short of a time span as somebody like The Rock because of what he was working with initially. But I don't want to discount what went into this. And this is really where I want to start to the, my, my initial goal here is to show you the power, show you the possibility, and get you bought into the fact that, yes, building a brand is something that I want to do, I want to invest in. But the other side of it is, okay, how do I do it? How long is it going to take me? And we're not going to dive into the how-to today, but I want to start to paint a picture as to how you can start to formulate an opinion and an outlook And create consistency around doing this because the time horizon is one of the the biggest mindset shifts that I've had personally as I've really started to study this, study branding from a an MBA standpoint, study branding from who are people that are doing these things and how long did it take them to get there. So The Rock starred in his very first film in 2001. I believe it was The Mummy or The Mummy Returns. That's 23 years ago. He debuted in the WWF in 1996, which is 27 years ago. So if we think of, okay, he starred in the WWF 27 years ago. It wasn't until 2020 that he launched his tequila company. So this is not even counting the time he invested in wrestling before he got into the WWF. But once he made it to the WWF, he worked on building himself, his brand, because you have to remember, like the WWF, that's that's production as well, for 24 years before he launched his tequila company. 24 years. That is longer than some of the people listening to this or watching this. That's longer than you've been alive, longer than you have been on this earth. And that's something that is very, very important to realize that branding works. It can be incredibly successful. Look at The Rock worth $800 million, but this shit takes time. We have to be patient. Patience is so important when it comes to this comes to this. It, I can't stress that enough. We need to think how many of us have consistently invested any substantial amount of time into this. So if we think of course creators, creators, online coaches, entrepreneurs, people with a side hustle, trying to break into starting our own business. Have you invested in building your own personal brand? The easiest means that we have at our disposal in 2023 are social media we have things like podcasting. We have things like YouTube, Instagram, TikTok. We can write on places like Medium and Substack and we can build email lists. Like We have all of these things at our disposal from a digital standpoint. But how many of you have consistently created content for six months, for a year, for five years, 10 years, for 20 years? And the the truth of it is that most of us haven't, but we still are expecting to see the same fruit of our labor as somebody who has when we haven't. Now, I often see people, you know, they post for three months or they post for six months and then we're disappointed with the results. My, My following isn't growing. I'm not getting business from it. Well, look at look at what the, the research is telling us. You know, The Rock invested 24 years into building his personal brand at a very large degree before he launched his tequila company. He was in film for, I'm just trying to think of the numbers off the top of my head, 19 years? He was making movies for 19 years before he launched his tequila company. He didn't star in the first film and then launched a tequila company. Um, and I can't you know, forecast and, and, you know, predict what would have happened. But I think we can all agree that if he would have launched the tequila company 19 years ago, it probably wouldn't have been worth $3.5 billion in just three years time. So, you know, we need to, to start to look at what's going on. And when I look at these examples and I look at other companies and people that have been extremely successful, even not on the product end, even just on the social end, I think of somebody like, um, Jake and Logan Paul, they have created very, very large businesses. Now Logan Paul has launched prime energy, but they were started on YouTube in 2006, almost 20 years ago that they have consistently put out content on, on YouTube. Yes, they made it big, but they were kind of first to market and, but they have been consistent for 20 years. I don't, I don't know anybody personally that has consistently created content for 20 years. However, when I look at the people that I know that have been the most successful in the market, they're the ones that have been creating for the longest. I know people with very successful podcasts. They all have five to 600 episodes that they've been putting out one to two times a year. So they have been consistently putting out a podcast every single week for... Years, like five years, six years, seven years. The people that I know that have been putting out um, organic social media content, they've been doing it for years. Think of like Gary Vaynerchuk. He's been doing it for years. He's written books. When I look at people who have been blogging and writing content, they've been doing it for years. I know people that have been writing a weekly blog post inside their niche for eight years' time. And yes, now they're seeing the fruit of the labor that they've put in. But very often we catch ourselves coming in late to the game, do it for three months, six months, and expect to see the same results as that person that's been doing it for years and years. So this stuff works. Branding works. It can be leveraged to build your business. But we have to be willing to put the time. We have to be willing to play the game. And that's what it is. Like If we can treat it like a game, if we can have fun with it, If we can find something we're passionate about that's when we're going to win in the long run and my recommendation for you is i want to tie all of this together my biggest recommendation for you if you were listening to this if you're watching it is to find what you love enough that you can consistently do for more than a year if that is writing if that is speaking if that is being on video Whatever it is, what do you love enough that you can consistently do every single week for the next 52 weeks? We can talk about it takes however many days to build a habit and consistency. We can we can have that conversation. But when it comes to creating a brand, we need to expand our time horizon. I can speak from myself. I, I've been like a roller coaster in my past. I started a podcast that I ran for two years, had 120 episodes, and I lost passion. I fell off the rails with it. I got really into TikTok uh, you know, about a year ago. I created content for like four months consistently, like three posts a day, and then I fell off. But I built up to 5,000 followers in that short time span. But I've been a roller coaster. I've personally struggled with consistency. So if you're thinking about this and going, yeah, but it's so hard to stay consistent I get it because I have as well. What I've personally really been dialing into has been, what do I love enough? What do I want to speak about enough? What is my purpose? Who am I trying to help? What would I do for free that I can continue to do? And I've been really focusing on little by little, and I'm not overcomplicating it, so I don't have all of the answers, and I'm still in the process of, just speaking what I feel inspired to speak about. And right now, a lot of that content is branding. I love branding. I love personal branding. I love simplifying business. And we don't need to spend a ton of money. We don't need to overcomplicate things. I think so much of it is we need to do simpler things for a longer time span. And that's really what we're going to win. I feel we get into so many issues when we try and rush things. So what can you do consistently for at least a year? And if you can't, you know, it's almost thinking like dieting. If you don't think that you can follow a ketogenic diet for a year, then it's probably not going to be successful in the long term. I feel like creating a personal brand is very much the same. If you don't think that you can put out three YouTube videos for a week, then don't start trying to put out three YouTube videos a week. If you think you can put out one, awesome. But if you don't think you can put out one there, plus a podcast, plus writing, just start start with that one thing you can do consistently. And I would really encourage you to not worry about trying to have it all figured out. Just get started. Just get it out there. You don't have to have all of the answers. You don't need to know what your niche is. You don't need to know who you're speaking to, but you can start to build that habit now. You can start to create that consistency, You're going to get stuff that gets zero views. You're going to have stuff that for the first months on end is not getting seen by anyone. But we need to push through that. I think that a quote by Mr. Beast, the largest YouTuber of all time, um, hundreds of millions of subscribers on YouTube, when he says, you need to put out 100 videos, your first 100 videos are going to suck. And if you think of a hundred videos, a hundred longs, not shorts, a hundred long form videos that is planned, recorded, edited, written descriptions for, written titles for, and a YouTube thumbnail for probably the most time intensive production out of any piece of content we can put out there. It's much easier to do a podcast because I don't have to worry about video editing. I can just do sound editing. I don't have to worry about a thumbnail. I can do a short and I don't have to worry about thumbnails and all of those things. There's so much more that goes into it. But a hundred videos, if you're doing one a week, that's two years of investment into just doing it. Think of the experience, the consistency, and just the the increase in skill level we can get from doing that. Something else that I also realize is when I look at people like Mr. Beast and these podcasters that All of these little things is they were also all focused on a singular medium. Logan and Jake Paul weren't putting out their YouTube plus had a podcast plus doing written content plus doing short form across every social media. Mr. Beast doesn't have a weekly newsletter plus a podcast plus all of these other things. He focuses on YouTube. These people that I know of that are writing SEO content for the last 10 years weren't also on YouTube and with a podcast. Simplicity in what we're doing over the long term and not worrying about having all the answers I feel like is a recipe for success. So I really hope that you're able to walk away from this with a belief around branding and its possibilities and a new frame on how to look at how long it may take to create that success. But the opportunities once we do so are going to be very, very beneficial. Thank you so much. I'll talk to you soon.